Time now for the Twins Wrap, again brought to you by Jefferson Lines, your number one bus experience for over 100 years, serving North Dakota and cities throughout the Midwest. I have a hijacked Tyler Axis's show, Afternoons Live, because of the early Tuesday start, 5 o'clock's the pregame show here on KFGO. And I got to say, Dick, I must be getting older because I love these school night starts. <laughs> well, I'm older than you are, so I guess that means I uh, <laughs> enjoy them even more. I do think it's taken a bit of an adjustment for uh, fans, but you know, you can understand the logic behind it on uh, school nights and all that, uh, getting the game started a half hour earlier. They're doing it here in Detroit. We've done it in Minnesota. And I think generally uh, the fan reaction has been pretty positive. Yeah, I would think with the kids, too, because I remember being a kid and not being able to stay up that late. Mom would make me go to bed. It's got to help a little bit. If they can get games over at 930 instead of 1030, 11, it, it's certainly for the fan perspective. That's nice. Well, unfortunately, the games are really long, uh, uh, longer certainly than they used to be. And uh, so, yeah, once fans can uh, get adjusted to it, I would not be surprised to see this uh, early start time uh, be extended into the summer uh, months as well, because I think fans, uh, whether they're at the ballpark watching on TV or listening on the radio, uh, they rather would have the games end around 10 o'clock rather than 1030. Magic number is three, Dick. I mean, I, and Cleveland doesn't want to lose baseball games. Maybe the uh, Twins will have to do it on their own, but that's certainly doable with six games left. Well, yeah, and you touched on uh, what I think is one of the most impressive things about this uh, twin season, and particularly the month of September. The Indians have not gone away. They've continued to win ball games, uh, and they've beaten everybody except the Twins in that key series in Cleveland. And so this isn't a case where, well, the magic number is going to go down you know, by two tonight because the Indians have fallen apart. They've had to deal with injuries like the Twins have, uh, but they've kept the pressure on within the division. They've still got the wild card uh, race uh, that they're heavily involved in. But I think in a way it speaks to the, the, you know, the greatness of this Twins team that they've continued to play well, even though they've had a team breathing down their necks or trying to breathe down their necks all uh, throughout the second half. Uh, Dick, Tyler Axes, your first welcome to Afternoons Live. Thanks for being flexible with us as you, you mentioned this uh, schedule shifting uh, going up earlier. Myself included, no complaints here. I do enjoy that earlier start, earlier end as well. But Dick, as we're, we're wrapping up the regular season here, we're looking at the uh, uh, potential playoff run. It, it, when we're looking at uh, pitching, do you have any idea maybe who, uh, who the third starter in the playoffs might be? I think it will be a... Uh... Um, a man who currently is in the bullpen. Who that is, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, Professional you know, answer. <laughs> yeah, Martin Perez uh, just hasn't pitched well, uh, and you know you you you'd like to have pitchers pitching their best this time of year, and that certainly has not been the case for Perez. So, and Kyle Gibson hasn't pitched well for you know any number of reasons. So, what I would anticipate, and this is not. Uh, believe it or not, they don't ask me and they don't tell me what their plans are. Can you imagine that? But I, I would imagine uh, in whatever order they choose, the starters will be Barrios and Odorizzi. And then given the effectiveness the Twins have had with the bullpen games, I would expect the other game or games to be bullpen games. Uh, it you know it works. It, it's worked right. for the Twins. Uh, when teams have uh, you know, done it to the Twins, it works. So I would imagine that uh, maybe even in game one, the Twins would go with a bullpen game and, and try to, uh, in an unexpected way, set the tone for the series, whether it be against the Yankees or the Astros. Boy, that's easier to do a bullpen game, though, when you have 35 men on the roster, not a, a playoff <laughs> roster. I mean, that's the well, only that, Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the issue is, you know, in September it's easier to do it because you got 14, 15 guys out there. But what you would be looking for, I would imagine, is a smelter type uh, or a Dobnik type that you'd feel pretty comfortable running out there uh, for maybe three innings or first time through the batting order and then switching it up after that. The format for the first round of the playoffs, not counting a wild card game, but the first round of the playoffs almost encourages a bullpen game like that because you play two games. Let's say the Twins uh, uh, have the Yankees in the first round, and the first two games would be, what, Friday and Saturday at Yankee Stadium, and then there's an off day. And then there would be potentially two games in Minnesota, then another off day before game five. So there are off days built in, which, again, would encourage a team to you know, run a bullpen game uh, in game one or two, again in game three or four, and then you know, if, uh, if it went five games, the Twins could come back with uh, Barrio say in game five if they cho- uh, chose to do that. Well, let's just face it. I guess if this team is going to go deep into the playoffs, they're going to have to just mash the ball. We might have more. I, I joked that Sunday's 12A game was like a high school football score with a two-point conversion by the losing team, but that's probably how they're going to have to win, right? Well, uh, I don't know that given what we've seen, as good as they've been, uh, whether they're going to suddenly out-pitch people, whether it be the Yankees, or the Astros, the Yankees, of course, have some pitching issues of their own. But, uh, yeah, you'd like to think that this team that's you know hit roughly two home runs a game uh, can do that, and ultimately it will come down to getting some big outs uh, late in the ballgame, and we'll see if, uh, you know, Rodgers and Littell, that's been the, the big bright spot, I think, in September, beyond the Nelson Cruz and Miguel Sano home runs and, and all of that. The fact that this bullpen suddenly is one of the league's best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dick, I have a question. You, you mentioned injuries when we're talking about uh, Cleveland. Obviously, the Twins uh, having some of those issues uh, of our own here. T- towards like, do you have any updates? Yeah, I mean, Kepler, Adrianza, both uh, you know sustaining injuries. Do you have any updates for us there? I would imagine Kepler will get some playing time on this road trip. Uh, maybe even in Detroit here. I think everyone's encouraged that he's going to be fine. The Twins have the luxury of, you know, having a bit of a lead in the division and a, and a small magic number, so they can kind of pick and choose where they want to play him, just to get him some at bats to prepare him for what we hope will be a, a long October run. Adrianza's got an oblique strain; they'll be very careful with him. But at some point, I would expect to see him play as well, just because the Twins need to know whether he's healthy enough to be added to the postseason roster. Yeah, and that is, I think Kepler's key, isn't he? I mean, just when he's a leadoff guy and, and the way he's been able to play it, it's amazing they've been able to win games without him, but I think he's been one of those guys that we talked about as far as the top five performers of 2019. Well, they've had to kind of you know patch their way along here in September with Buxton being out, Kepler missing most of the month, uh, and you know every once in a while you'll see a Luisa rise in the outfield and you know, when you get to this point of the season, and certainly next week, if they're uh, if the Twins are in the playoffs, you want to get to the point where your infielders are playing in the infield and your outfielders are in the outfield. So uh, on many levels, the power, the production from the leadoff spot, but just as importantly, I think, the outfield defense, uh, they'll be really glad to have Kepler back in the lineup whenever that is. Well, it's a fun week knowing that the Twins most likely are going to wrap things up, but it's bittersweet, too. The thing I hate about, you know, Corey and Danny on the radio side, they get, they get to go a little bit longer. It's kind of an abrupt end for you and all your co-workers there that have been doing color commentary for you. 
Yeah, we're going to be doing uh, some pre and post game work uh, with the playoffs, so you know we'll still be following the team. But um, you know, as I think you and I have discussed, Derek, uh, 36 years of doing this, and the Twins have been in the playoffs a bunch of times over those years, and I've yet to uh, do play-by-play of one postseason inning. Man. It's uh, a fact of life for TV play-by-play guys. They kind of get kicked to the curb when uh, the networks take over. Well, it's certainly been a fun run. Uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again next week and uh, preview the games. And, boy, that's going to be – that's the other thing, too, is that when they wrap it up, they don't have a game again until Friday, October 4th. That's going to be a lot of withdrawal for me. Even last night was with, you know, I had, we had some withdrawal, Dick. <laughs> well, they've been so much fun to watch. And, um, you know, they tell us our TV ratings are through the roof, uh, the best in baseball, which isn't a reflection at all on um, – well, I guess it is on, on – the people who produce the games, but it's a reflection more of, you know, how this area has, you know, embraced this team and why not? They've been fun to watch. They've got some interesting characters. Um, you know, they've had so many dramatic wins at home and on the road late in ball games. It's, it's been a really good product to watch and, and the hope from everybody involved with uh, the twins telecast is that the, the team, can do in the postseason what they've done in the regular season because it's really been a fun ride. No question. Dick, thanks so much for your time as always. We'll talk to you again soon. Enjoy the rest of this week. All right, guys. All right, thanks, Dick. Again, the Twins Wrap with Dick Bramer brought to you by Jefferson Lines, your number one bus experience for over 100 years serving North Dakota and cities throughout the Midwest. Next uh, Tuesday will be our last regular season wrap-up one, and hopefully we'll get to keep on talking with Dick throughout the playoffs. Here on the Twins Wrap,